0: From Washington, this is Talking Tax. I'm your host, Amanda Icone. The Paycheck Protection Program was rolled out in a hurry, and it showed. The first round of funding, nearly $350 billion worth, ran out in less than two weeks, leaving many small businesses empty-handed. Shifting guidance has further frustrated business owners who could really use the help. Many have held off on spending the needed cash, while others have delayed even applying for a second batch of funding. Congress has now gone back and tweaked some of the program's rules. On Wednesday night, the Senate unanimously passed a bill that gives businesses more flexibility in how to use the PPP funding and gives them more time to pay back the loans. The House approved the same bill last week, extending the amount of time businesses have to use the funding to 24 weeks. That's a big increase over the eight weeks laid out in the original CARES Act. Stu Basu is a Capitol Hill reporter for Bloomberg Tax and Accounting. We spoke to him the morning after this latest bill passed the Senate. He says Congress's intent with this legislation was clear.
1: So we can start with the name of the bill. First, it's called the Paycheck Protection Program Flexibility Act of 2020. And this is something that businesses have been clamoring for because they wanted more flexibility in how these loans could be used. And Congress responded Wednesday night when the Senate passed a bill by unanimous consent. Um, This bill, here's what it does. It extends an eight-week period in which loans have to be used so that they can be forgiven to 24 weeks or the end of the year, whichever is earlier. And in case businesses owe any money, they can give it back in five years not two years. Uh, They can use a greater percentage of it on expenses other than payroll, uh, maybe like rent, because, you know, uh, states such as New York and California, uh, small businesses there have to pay very high rents. Uh, It seemed last night that small business organizations uh, across the country, there was a kind of collective sigh of relief that this bill had passed.
0: Well, Earlier in the day, that didn't seem... Likely, I mean, there there had been some concerns from certain members about the measure that as it came over from the House.
1: Yes, uh, uh, like it kind of so often happens in Congress, uh, the senators uh, you know saw the urgency of this measure, and you know all these kind of details were hammered out, and you know by Wednesday night, the bill. Uh, passed by UC, which uh, was the intention all along.
0: And UC being unanimous consent. Sure. So why did Congress make changes to this program? You you mentioned the concerns, um, the side relief from the small business community. Walk us through the rollout of this program and what Congress was really hoping to achieve by extending the the amount of time that businesses could use the, the payments, the amount of time that they had to pay it back, why 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 the urgency why the need for these changes
1: so the payroll protection program was you know passed by Congress in late March uh, they allocated three hundred and forty nine billion dollars uh, in that bill and then in a matter of weeks uh, Congress added another three hundred and ten billion dollars uh, that was a separate bill the intent was to create a lifeline for small businesses but because of the rush in which it was rolled out, you know, there were a lot of little details that were kind of coming to light as businesses tried to get these loans. Uh, you know, a lot of businesses are not off and running, like restaurants. They cannot spend this loan money in eight weeks when they have not reopened yet. So they wanted more flexibility. Um, and this is what Congress did last night, because, you know, going from eight weeks 24 weeks, essentially, for many businesses, this will, you know, go maybe almost to the end of the year, you know, so they have a little time to plan, they have a little time to reopen, you know, they know how to allocate the money. So, you know, this will give businesses a new lifeline, which was the intent of the bill. Now, I should say this, uh, that, you know, more changes are coming to the PPP program because uh, this clearly is not going to be enough. Um, You know, the statement from the Independent Restaurant Coalition last night, you know, kind of sums it up. Uh, They said, even with these changes, many restaurants will still have a hard time surviving the crisis we are in. So, you know, we, we can think of this as an incremental improvement with more to come.
0: Well, I wanted to ask you about that. I mean, Congress had already been talking about making additional changes to this program even before this bill passed on Wednesday. Um, And they've also talked about expanding who might be eligible for the the loan funding that's currently available. What groups might benefit from being able to apply for the billions of dollars that are still available through the PPP program?
1: So... As I said, they're not done yet. Uh, one one group that has essentially been shut out of the PPP are big nonprofits. The nonprofit sector hopes that some of the large organizations like the YMCA with more than 500 employees will be given access to these loans because, you know, they they are playing a crucial role in cities. You know, they some of these nonprofits, you know, they provide meals, uh, they help first responders. Uh, You know, and they do not have access to these PPP loans. Uh, The U.S. Chamber of Commerce, uh, you know, in a letter sent to Congress, they said they were disappointed that this legislation did not include provisions that would expand the types of nonprofit organizations that are eligible for the PPP. And they said local chambers of commerce and many other nonprofit groups, you know, they, they needed this help and they are shut, still shut out.
0: So do you feel there's support for allowing these larger nonprofits to tap into this relief?
1: Absolutely, because, uh, you know, more and more, uh, it is obvious that they're playing a huge role in the time of this pandemic. Uh, there is bipartisan support for, you know, extending this loan to the larger nonprofits. So it's, I think it's a matter of time before you know the PPP program is tweaked again to uh, help these nonprofits.
0: Do we expect Congress might add additional funding then to the pot that's available? I mean, they've already provided two rounds of funding for this program. Um, interest in applying for the loans has waned over the last few weeks because of lo- um, current concerns and questions that small business owners had about whether or not they would ever be forgiven. Um, do, do we expect that there'll be a third tranche of funds poured into this program?
1: Well, it's it's important to look at how uh, what numbers we have right now and how the money has been dispersed. Uh, the, the initial round, that is the first 349 billion dollars, was tapped in just under two weeks. It was remarkable. Now about 130 billion is left from the second round of the 320 billion that was added to the program. But now that there there is more flexibility, we can assume that businesses will be more confident in trying to access these loans. Uh, There are more clearly defined terms for how they can be forgiven. So this money is going to run out again in a matter of weeks. And uh, we can expect with some confidence that, uh, you know, maybe another another kind of more money will be set aside for this program depending on the needs of the businesses and what they hear from the small business. I mean this this will be an ever morphing, ever changing program as you know, as we as the US government responds to the pandemic.
0: Well there are still a lot of questions out there about this program, e- even with this um additional clarification and some more flexibility that Congress has provided. I mean, I think we're expecting Treasury to release um, additional guidance related to the um, application process for forgiveness. There's a huge amount of questions that still exist out there. Um, I I don't know, did this bill address the forgiveness process at all beyond the the timing?
1: Here's what we know. I mean, the bill would require that 60 percent of a loan be used on payroll. So and that earlier it was 75 percent. So, um, you know, but we'll know more uh, as the weeks go by. Uh, You know, one thing we can expect, more simplification of the rules, because more issues are going to crop up as businesses try to access these loans. The U.S. Chamber of Commerce wants the Treasury Department to issue precise guidelines so that, you know, businesses can be helped and they know what to do.
0: Well, so the PPP program was specific to address the economic and financial needs of businesses. This was all related to fallout from the coronavirus pandemic. What other COVID-related legislation might we expect this summer?
1: So, uh, you know, there's an attempt by Congress and the White House to kind of think outside the box. Uh, There's an idea doing the rounds uh, where, You know, the White House is developing an idea that would give a tax credit to those who wanted to take a vacation in the U.S. in the coming months. Uh, Ways and Means uh, ranking member Kevin Brady, uh, he kind of uh, mentioned it uh, on Wednesday, but he said that he wasn't sure if the White House had settled on a design or exactly what that might include. Um, But it's kind of in the works Uh, It's being tweaked. uh, uh, So this is kind of an active idea that's being explored right now. And and the intention, of course, is to encourage people to go on vacations to help these uh, small businesses in in various parts of the country kind of recover faster. Um, Brady uh, also mentioned certain provisions in the 2017 tax bill that could be tweaked or made permanent. Uh, there's something called full expensing where you could kind of write off the cost of, uh, you know, purchases of capital goods. He said making expensing permanent and expanding it to property and structures could be very helpful in the manufacturing side of medicines and medical supplies as well. So these are some of the ideas that are kind of doing the rounds. Um, they need to be firmed up, uh, it will take several weeks or even months, uh, but you know, they're, they're, we can expect kind of a series of ideas to help uh, uh, the economy recover in the coming weeks.
0: Well, we know you'll be monitoring all of that for us. Stu Basu is a Capitol Hill reporter for Bloomberg Tax and Accounting. Thanks for joining me today, Stu.
1: Thank you very much.
0: That was Bloomberg Tax reporter Stu Basu speaking about the latest changes to the Paycheck Protection Program. Find the latest news from the nation's capital at our website, news.bloombergtax.com. That website, once again, is news.bloombergtax.com. If you have any thoughts about this week's episode, you can get in touch with us on Twitter. Our handle is at tax. That's at T-A-X. Talking Tax is produced by David Schultz and Amanda Icone. Kathy Larson is our editor. That's it for this week's episode. From Washington, I'm Amanda Icone. Thanks for listening. Hi, I'm Laura Carlson.
1: And I'm dropping into your feed to tell you about Prognosis, a new daily show from Bloomberg. Monday through Friday, we'll spend a few minutes with you every afternoon to help you understand life in the time of COVID-19. The show is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. So come back every afternoon for our coverage and stay safe.